The Diet Attack movement is a custom nutrition experience towards achieving your dream body composition, all the while living your life to the fullest. We have teamed up to help you achieve weight loss goals and enjoy the process. How you ask? By throwing out the one plan fits all approach to dieting and applying high touch online coaching for each and every one of you. Imagine having your own set of rules that allow for food freedom while still providing results. Join us to learn how fitness and nutrition create so much more than just healthy bodies, but a movement towards empowered people. Hey everybody, it's Meredith from the Diet Doc Movement and I have brought in a guest today from Positively Proper Etiquette Coach Alexandra Batanti and some of our clients may remember her last year during one of our cocktails with coaches. We invited her to come in and talk about dieting etiquette and she is back with more knowledge to drop on us. Thank you for being here. Hey y'all. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me back. This is fun. Tell um, our newer listeners a little background about how you got into etiquette and the start of your positively proper blog. So when I started out my professional career, I was working in military and government protocol. And through that, I was doing events and ceremonies and I learned uh, etiquette and protocol from the military and government standpoint. And I just realized that so much of it was applicable to real life and everyday events that people are going to, even business etiquette, dining etiquette, all of that. And when friends and colleagues started finding out what I did, they would ask me questions. And I realized hey, this is all of the information we never realized we didn't know. So I just started writing blog posts about it and I would take questions from friends and family and the general public. And yeah, it just started a life of its own and I blog on the side and have some fun with it. Well, you certainly are my personal go-to when I have a question about, okay, what am I supposed to wear at this type of occasion? <laughs> what type of present do I bring? And so obviously I'm going to turn to you for dieting etiquette too. So my first question for you is to kind of put the lens on as the dieter, if you will, and how do we politely say no food, especially when we're in that goal pursuit and the food just maybe isn't in alignment with what we're trying to accomplish right now? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think outside of the etiquette piece that the first thing is obviously it takes, you know, the willpower within yourself to know that. Like, hey, I'm going to go into a situation where I may have to say no. And that's never easy, even from an etiquette standpoint. Then when you think about it that way, you know, let's use the example of a birthday party and there's going to be cake and ice cream. And you just think to yourself, like, I really I don't want to do the cake and ice cream tonight. And that's perfectly okay. I think a lot of times, especially in happy celebrations and things, you know, people tend to be like, oh, it's fine. Just take the dessert. Like here's a plate. You can just say, oh, thank you so much for offering. I'm going to pass for right now. Just saying no in general is really hard for people. Everybody thinks that you have to say no and give an explanation and they forget that no is a complete sentence and a full answer. So I think that's one of those things that you just have to kind of practice and, and, you know, rehearse on your own in the mirror, set yourself up, look in the mirror and be like, no, thank you. I'm good right now. And just get comfortable 
you know, saying it in different situations. That's so true. And it, I find boundaries is a like hot topic right now. And if you are tracking macronutrients, Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty, you know, a simple way to do it, especially if you're using an app, pretty convenient way to track our intake. But when we get thrown into social situations or if we're like in a group setting, sometimes that's where I've noticed a lot of my clients have a hard time of, oh, it was hard to track because I was around, you know, a group of people or just, I didn't, I didn't want to spend the time on my phone. Mm-hmm. Do you have any suggestions as, as how can you integrate that part of flexible dieting? Absolutely. So you made a great point about, you know, not wanting to be on your phone when you're with larger groups or even just in a one-on-one setting. So from an etiquette standpoint, that is just such a great thing to think about. You know, when you're with other people, you really want to be with other people and enjoying their company and fully focused on it. So I do recommend, you know, putting your phone away and giving your full attention to the setting and the people that you're with. But like you said, you know, with that, it can be like, oh man, I forgot to write this down or do that. And so one of the things that I think would be important I'll do diet first and etiquette second, but from the dieting side, I know that when you work with uh, your clients, you know, you talk about flexibility. So going into, let's just say a dinner, you can set yourself up as you tell your clients, you know, set yourself up earlier in the day that, you know, you're going to be a little more focused and you're really going to plan out that day. Give yourself the flexibility later in the day, because Like you said, when you go to dinner, you might think in your mind like, okay, yep, I kind of have an idea of what the dinner is and sort of what the portion control is and everything, but you know, it's going to be a little bit off. It's going to be your best guess. So my thought there on the etiquette side would just be as like, try and be mindful, take a look at your plate, see what's on it. And if somebody, if you're at a restaurant or at someone's home and they've just kind of pre-served you. Um, if you know that the portions are way too much in your head, like portion it out, look at, you know, the side dish piece and be like, okay, well that looks like two times what I'd normally eat. Like maybe I'll cut it in half, but if it's just too much, sometimes it's just too much food. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I don't think that you'll offend your host. And if you're at a restaurant, it's perfectly acceptable to ask for carry out container at the end of the night. There is no shame in taking home leftovers. Um, I know that a lot of people think, oh gosh, like, is that not proper? Should I, should I bring it or do I leave it? But I don't want to waste food. It is absolutely proper to ask for um, a take home container and to bring your, your leftovers home with you. So don't be shy about that. Now tell me this too, and and I've done it and I don't know if it would be considered polite or, or proper, but even at the start of a meal, I will ask, um, if I say I ordered a larger entree, Mm -hmm. even say, Hey, can I have, um, half of it in the to go container or ask for the to go container, like at the start of the meal, and then just have it off to the side. Especially if you're looking at some of like the larger chain restaurants, I mean, it's like a serving for four people in in one order. Would that be appropriate, you think, or best to just kind of wait until the end of the meal? Or is there not really a hard, fast rule around that? There's not really a hard and fast rule. I think this is going to be dictated by who you're with and the surroundings. Um, If it's like a more casual place and you're really comfortable with the people that you're with, um, I think it's perfectly fine to ask for that up front. If you're in more of a business setting or if you're at a restaurant that's, you know, 
maybe upper scale or something, I would probably deter from that. And like I said, you can do it at the end, but I probably wouldn't do it up front. Um, also sometimes, like I said, depending on how comfortable you are with the people, it might, it might make people ask some questions. And then you have to think to yourself, like, how comfortable are you then getting into the, you know, the question realm and, and who's asking those questions. Yes. Okay. And that totally like makes me want to dive into this next set of questions that I've had for you. But, um, before we get to, um, the friends and family around the quote unquote dieter, um, I want to throw out there too, especially if you're in a social setting, it's not inappropriate or odd to take pictures of your food, right? So my flexible dieters, if it doesn't feel um, comfortable to track in the moment, take a picture of your food as if you're going to post it on social media, because that's deemed normal. And then later you've got the picture to track it later. So you can always go back in the privacy of your own home, look at your photo, maybe throw it on Instagram, tag us on Facebook, <laughs> and then track your meal a little bit later. So, so that would be one way that, uh, I, at least I've navigated and yeah. some of my clients have navigated and like softened the, the, I don't want to say severity, but the seriousness around, like, I really want to track because it's part of my goals right now. Um, but let's dive actually, into this. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, to say, no, that's, that's actually a great idea. You can totally do that. And also that might even help you to like, enjoy the setting even more. Like if you take the photo and then just like you would at any other time, just put your phone away for, you know, the rest of the evening, you know, it's there, you can go back and, and track it later. And then you're from the etiquette standpoint, you know, you're even more than engaged in the conversation. You're not sitting there worrying or like, counting how many, you know, green beans you ate or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think the photo is a great idea and then just put your phone away and you're good to go. Yeah. And, and just kind of slightly off topic, but like the goal of, of flexible dieting isn't to track, like tracking is simply a tool that we do to strengthen our skill set around understanding nutritional science. Um, so giving yourself not only the flexibility within your intake, but the flexibility within the mindset of like, oh my gosh, I'm having a meal that I can't track. So I'm just going to go off the bandwagon because I'm not doing it right. That's not the goal of flexible dieting. The goal is to create a diet where you do feel like you have the freedom to make these choices. Mm -hmm. And it's just when you're in goal pursuit is when you then can apply, um, that skill set of tracking. Yeah, I love that. And that actually goes like so well with my mindset about etiquette. I think a lot of people feel when they hear the word etiquette, they think of like, you know, old school white gloves and very stuffy and, and whatnot. And my thought is that etiquette is just simply helping you put your best foot forward in any situation that you're in. As I said, at the beginning, it's the little things you never realized you didn't know, but when you do know them, it just gives you that much more polish. And truly it's really just that much more confidence. So like what you said with your, you know, if you've got the mindset for, for flexible dieting, you're going to be more comfortable in the settings, you know, that you're around food in. And then if you add the layer of etiquette on top of that, I mean, heck, you're just setting yourself up for greatness. I mean, you walk in, you know how to handle the situation and you know what to eat. There's like no questions. You're just going to go out and you're just going to beam self-confidence, which is really what you want at the end of the day. 
Yes. And I think that self-confidence is going to really help set you up when we're then bringing other people's comments, perceptions, questions, all of that. So I'd love to shift our focus on kind of speaking to those, whether it's friends or family, or just those that are around individuals that do have loved ones that prioritize health and wellness. Mm -hmm. So let's go first with things not to say when you notice (laughs) someone's lost weight, or just even if it's not lost weight, but their body composition has changed. Oh man, that is a great question. And there have been so many times where I think we've all just been in, even, even if the comment wasn't toward you, you heard it and you're just like, oh, did that person really just say that? As a person, I think we all think that when you say to someone, oh my gosh, you look so skinny. Like, what are you doing? You look fantastic. We think that that's a compliment. Um, But I think that before anybody thinks to make that statement, we really have to ask ourselves, like, one, why are we making the statement? And two, what could it potentially mean to the person that you're saying it to? Um, Weight loss or weight gain, for that matter, you know, can have a lot of different factors. People can go through really stressful events in their lives. People have medical conditions that, you know, might cause them to go one way or the other. And so by making that comment, you really open a can of worms um, that you might not even be prepared to go into. So I think rather than maybe making a certain statement of like, you look so thin or, you know, something like that. And and using those types of words, if you want to compliment somebody or, or make a comment about their appearance, I think it's as simple as just saying, you look fantastic and so happy or so healthy, like you like go towards those positive words. Um, because that's actually something else I've noticed with people too, is people that are maybe our parents or grandparents age, they think to say to somebody like, Oh my gosh, you're so skinny. That used to be like, yes, that is what people wanted to hear. But I think that if you ask millennials on down, you probably don't necessarily, and I I might be overgeneralizing here, but you might not necessarily want to be called skinny because a lot of people that are millennials and younger, you know, they have a different mindset about health and wellness. They're working out more. They want to be toned, you know, or they, they just want to be in shape or they want to be healthy. It's not about, you know, this tiny little person that, you know, everybody, I think in quote unquote old school days had envisioned that makes sense. No, that totally makes sense. And, and clients that have worked with, with, uh, myself and Alexa realized that, you know, we dive into a lot more than just food and macros. We really dive into the psychology of dieting and mm-hmm. it it's not really known amongst individuals that haven't looked at, you know, the relationship with food or the relationship they have with themselves or their perception of self that, that those comments, be it yeah, gained a bunch of weight or you have gained, lost a bunch of weight that can really be a trigger psychologically to then, you know, cause a hiccup or really cause a strain on someone who is trying to develop a healthier relationship with food, not just body composition change. And, you know, diet culture deems food necessary just for, you know, changing our bodies and making it smaller. But in reality, like 
we eat food for health. And mm -hmm. I do think circling it back to landing on, like, you look really healthy. Like you're confident or you're like, you're looking strong and, and having those like clearly defined positive attributes, as opposed to the word skinny could, like you said, could be positive and it could be negative for a lot of people. One of my favorite things that I've always used as an example, uh, or I should say least favorite things, because it's when I'm in the grocery checkout and the cashier will state, and this has happened multiple times, wow, someone eats healthy. And I have to chuckle because I want to ask them if someone comes through the checkout counter with corn dogs and tubs of ice cream, you know, spray, et cetera. Like, is there that inclination and that drive to be like, wow, someone eats really unhealthy. And I don't think that inclination is there, but there's this social acceptance to, um, to harp or like draw attention to eating well. I completely agree with you. It's so funny that you say that because I, I think that's another example where people think that they're giving a compliment. One of those strange things where um, I think it just makes the person feel uncomfortable. I think in that moment, that is one of those things where, again, you know, just like the no example, you know, you just say, oh, thank you. And, and leave it at that. You don't need to explain. You don't need to get into a conversation, but yeah, I don't know why that that's, that's people's inclination to do that, but it certainly is. And you know, the, the checkout person or, or the individual making comments also doesn't know if, okay, is this person eating healthy because their doctor has said, you know, they have to, or their lifespan is shortened or because there's, you know, a dietary restriction or they're going through a, a hurdle. Could you speak on some of that, maybe from like personal experience or just really how to, to navigate when there is a food restriction or a food intolerance, how to navigate that world? Yeah. So that's something that we're seeing more and more every day. And even from working in the event space, you know, the number of RSVPs that I see that come in, you know, that have a dietary restriction or, or a diet, a special dietary request with them. It is definitely more than norm. I think that's a good thing. People are accepting that and that people are realizing that everybody has different needs. I, I would say one of the biggest things is, again, it's, I don't think people realize that they're putting people in an uncomfortable position by asking the question. But if you do see, notice something like that, or somebody makes a request that says, Hey, I need to be gluten and dairy free, um, for my meal, uh, or something like that is not to, to, it's, it's, I think it's human nature to say, Oh, like, why don't, why can't you have those? Or when did that, when did that start? And by doing that, you, you put the individual with the dietary restriction in a really uncomfortable spot. It is not a fad diet. It is an actual thing that I've gone through with a doctor. We figured it out. And, you know, I don't, if somebody asked me that question, like, well, what happens if you eat gluten or dairy? I don't really think anybody wants to hear the answer nor do I want to give it. So from an etiquette standpoint, you know, I, I try and like 
laugh it off a little bit because I think humor makes everybody feel a little more comfortable and it brings down the awkwardness. But traditionally, you know, I have medically found intolerances, but there are people that have true allergic reactions. And, you know, yeah, there's some big consequences to that. So I think it's better to just respect the person's privacy and not have to go into the lengthy detail of all of the things that are going to happen and the signs and symptoms that you need to look for. If somebody tells you, Hey, I've got this allergy or I've got this dietary restriction. I think you just need to respect their privacy and say, thank you so much for letting me know about this. I'll absolutely do something to accommodate you. Oh, that response. It's like so refreshing to hear because it's creating that boundary that it's like, here's my request. And then when you say that confidently or create that boundary, it then creates this platform for the person receiving that request or, you know, that statement to feel like, okay, like the boundary was set. I just have to accept what was, was placed out in front of me, as opposed to this like open invitation to, Hey, let's like sit and chat about it. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I do think though, like oftentimes there is a question from other people of what are you doing? You know, be it dietary restrictions, or maybe we'll shift the conversation more towards, you know, weight loss or fat loss, body composition change. The like, what are you doing? Do you have a way that you can respond to that, especially in the realm of flexible dieting? Because it's not one of those fad diets. You're like, oh, just order the book off Amazon um, or follow this set of rules. (laughs) It's a very, you know, if anybody's asked me, what do you do for a living? (laughs) What what is flexible (laughs) dieting? I'm like, okay, well, you got 30 minutes because let's buckle up and go. Is there just a polite way? Wrap it up in this pretty little package and not feel like you have to give them the answer that's going to work for them. Cause that's kind of what flexible dieting leads to, but you can't just say that. (laughs) Right. I think, you know, maybe this goes back to the same thing as uh, commenting on, on somebody's physical appearance, maybe, you know, taking some of those words and using them as your explanation would even be, be helpful is just say, I'm just being really mindful about being healthy and uh, making sure that I feel great in my body. Um, I think it's probably a simple way to put it. Thank you. I'm feeling great. And, and leave it at that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Spinning it to, you know, when, like you said, when someone's complimenting on like being smaller or losing weight or being the word skinny, like, you know, you don't know, but the intention typically is a positive attribute. So then maybe if you just give that individual, the positive attributes that you are embodying, regardless of the size of the body, that hopefully will give them a better tool. So the next time they see you, if they notice change continued, or if, you know, sustained health is there, they'll know what it is that you're feeling and and wanting to feel um, to almost kind of help them out. And then hopefully they, they take that with them. If they come across another individual where they feel compelled that they need to share their opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even, you know, if you're going as far as, you know, maybe you want to share some of your, the, the healthy eating styles that you've incorporated into your wellness, your wellness plan and and dietary plan is if you're invited somewhere, always offer to bring something, you know, that's a great piece of etiquette. If, if a, if a host, you know, is, is having dinner, always say, you know, Oh, what, what can I bring? Or, you know, can I make a dessert or a side dish or an appetizer or something? Same thing. If you have a dietary restriction, if it makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable, or you're worried that maybe the host doesn't know how to accommodate that, 
then just upfront, you know, say, if you let me know what your menu is for the evening, I would love to make the equivalent of it, or, or I'll give you the ingredients that would be the equivalent. And I think they'll actually really appreciate that because a lot of people don't know how to make things that are fully dairy free. You know, they don't realize butter is dairy. So yeah, there's things that people just might not realize that you can or can't have. And I think just being there as a, as a helpful individual and saying, Hey, you know, how can I make this easier on you is a really nice way to make your host feel more comfortable. Mm, I think this podcast is going to make not only the dieters of the world, but those that are just, just people in general feel so much more comfortable and navigating just how to interact with other individuals, (laughs) just from a human perspective, but also for those that are, you know, on a a health and and fitness pursuit. So I am so grateful for your time tonight. How can people follow along um, your blog and your content? And, you know, if they have more questions specifically on dining etiquette or dieting etiquette, how can they reach you? Yeah, I would love to hear from anyone. I love taking questions. It's really how I come up with a lot of my content. I like to answer what people want to know. So reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at Positively Proper. My website is PositivelyProper.com. You can submit questions through either one, either, you know, send me a DM or there is a, there's a webpage on the website for questions. 